Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is contaminated food and a new dream talking about food lines with very little and sometimes no food. First of all, uh, a little bit about the contaminated food. This particular article says, Bill Gates vows to, to pump the anti-V into food supply to force the ingredients of the anti-V into all of those that didn't take the anti-V. Bill Gates says he's, I probably shouldn't say that, um, blank animals in England and manipulated their genes so that they will be more productive. How healthy will we be after eating animals that have received the anti-V? As you recall, 1 Timothy 4.1 says, In the latter days, in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. If you skip down, it says, Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats. I've always wondered why we would be commanded not to eat meat. Now, maybe I understand. Maybe that meat is going to be poisoned with the anti-V that they're trying to get into our veins. The article says, horrible revelation, the anti-V is now being put into the food supply, as in a poison, okay? Poison. It says the anti-V are being injected into livestock and companion animals. This means that if you consume the anti-V, the anti-V enters your body. Bayer agreed to secure exclusive rights to biotech's anti-V technology and intellectual property, for development of the anti-V for animal health applications. The company said their partnership is the first of its kind, hopefully the last of its kind, first of its kind focused on developing the anti-V therapeutics, therapeutics specifically for animal health applications, he wrote. Merck is already selling the anti-V for swine. Sequivity is the name of it, harnesses the, can't say that word, particle technology, to create customized prescription anti-V against strains of bugs and the anti-V bug in swine. So now we're talking about having it in swine and also in cattle. And you can rest assured chickens and turkeys and everything else we eat is coming right along. This article says chickens starve at California farm and corn shipments running late. Just an accident or an on purpose? Foster Farms, which possesses about a million chickens and 12,000 turkeys a day, says it's had to pause some operations because of delays from Union Pacific. The plant processes raw corn into animal feed to sell, and it said, it, it said in federal filings that meant cutting off its dairy farm product or customers from cornmeal and giving priority to its chickens, which start killing each other when they go hungry. I know that. This is the second time in the past year Foster Farms has asked the rail regulator to intervene directly because of Union Pacific's failure to deliver animal feed trains on time. Now, if you think about it, who owns the trains? That's right, the bad guys. Resulted in numerous instances where suspended its production and distribution of feed for tens of thousands of dairy cattle and tens of millions of chickens and turkeys, the company said in a letter to the regulatory agency. So here's three specific articles saying that they are messing with our food supply, specifically poisoning it. Article, when the whistleblower reveals what is behind the mass attacks on U.S. food facilities. Now I can tell you right up front, 
As I read this, you're going to say, well, that doesn't surprise me a bit. Dozens of food processing plants suspiciously caught on fire over the past year. Remarkably, no one was present at the time of the fires. And I might add, while I haven't researched it, I'm hoping someone will, my guess is there's been no arrests either. Why? Because it's done with high technology with scalar wave. The Echo Health Alliance whistleblower, bioterrorism expert, military veteran, and scientist Dr. Andrew Huff has a possible explanation of the food supply fires. According to Huff, who, author, who authorities have harassed due to the nature of his work since 2019, the U.S. government coordinated the attacks on the food facilities, he says. But, in addition, something remarkable happened. The hard disk with the FASCAT data disappeared. Just an accident or an on purpose. Since then, there have been about 200 food factory attacks around the world, most of them in the U.S., he explained. He also had another backup and analyzed the attacks. It turned out that the attacks exactly matched the most critical systems in this data set, meaning the hard drive was stolen and they're attacking what they found, the food systems they found on the hard drive. That's what he's really saying. He reported this to the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI, but never received a response. Have we, were we surprised? Okay, I mean, the Homeland Security and the FBI, are they really filled with Christians? Are they really filled with people that want to do the right thing? I think I've got an answer in just a second. Huff knows that the FBI and the food industry have tried to investigate what he calls terrorist attacks. But they're getting nowhere. I might add that all of the investigations across the nation when it comes to top people are going nowhere. And I've got an explanation for that in just a second. He suspects that a government-funded actor or a globalist group like the World Economic Forum is behind it. Now I will explain how it really works. I was sent this book in a PDF, and I must say of all the books I've read in my life, this is one of the best. Uh, it was I, I, it wasn't a paper book, so I can't say I couldn't put it down. But it's 187 pages, and in two days I read like uh, about 137 of them. I'm, I'm almost finished. I will probably finish this tonight, which, by the way, I've arranged for this to be put up on the download section of prophecyclub.com. And it's called the An Illuminati Primer. And it tells you, bottom left here, where you can go to download and get that book free. In the book, it says, It has become apparent in the legal system of the United States of America that there is a two-tier justice system at work. Well, we're not surprised, are we? And while most attribute that to be a left-right political paradigm, I think that it's more likely it's actually, and I shouldn't say these names, a lucif and a non-lucif split. you got to read between the lines there. In the article, it says Jesse believes that the freeems uh, were, were created by Lucif as a way to hide themselves, hide what they did, and who were within a respectable shell organization within the community. She notes that the original name of the Lucif system was the Brotherhood of or the Great White Brother, and at every level of the mm, the M. The vows, the culture, and the function of the group is about helping out fellow brothers. Now, here it is. 
the doctrine even goes as far as to help them cover up and keep secret their crimes or evil deeds. And did you get that? In other words, there is a group of people that have sworn, I mean, a death oath to keep secret the sins, the violations, the crimes of the rest of the people in the group. And unfortunately, it's a group in really, really high places. And that explains the reason we can't get anything done for the good guys, and we can't seem to stop the bad guys from doing whatever they want to do. He goes on to say, I've had to scratch out a lot of words here. This is the name of the organization, which I can't put in there. The R-A-M Oath includes the following. I furthermore promise and swear that I will assist a companion R-A-M when I see him engaged in any difficulty and will espouse his cause. In other words, I will agree with him, even if he's wrong, see. Espouse his cause so far as to extricate him from the same, whether he be right or wrong. I mean, that's against everything Jesus teaches right there. As a matter of fact, I'll read that again. I furthermore promise and swear, and by the way, this is a blood oath. And by the way, if they don't do this, this is not just some little small oath. They can be killed over it. I furthermore promise and swear that I will assist a companion, R-A-M, when I see him engaged in any difficulty and will espouse his cause so far as to extricate him from the same, whether he be right or wrong. Furthermore, in other words, if your fellow M brother commits a crime, you have sworn an oath to get him out of that crime or out of trouble he's in, the oath states. Another oath they take says, I will keep all secrets of the companion R-A-M when communicated to me as such, or I knowing them to be such, without exceptions. So, if your fellow M, this is a local group, you know the name, it starts with an M, has committed a crime, you will get him out of it and keep it secret from everybody else. That is a pretty convenient cover for criminal acts. That's right, and that's the reason we can't get a lot of these bad guys rounded up in America. This is in contrast to the oath for the master M, which only obligates you to keep the secrets of a brother M with the exception of murder and treason. Now, let me go on to the next thing. This is brand new, just sent to me by Jason Meeks yesterday. Who's Jason Meeks? Well, as you recall, he's had a couple other very powerful and important dreams that are put on the program. He's also a prophet. He's also a graduate of Leslie's School of the Prophets. Robbing food trucks and food shortage. He said, the dream starts out, and I'm standing in line at a grocery store in a strip mall. Not standing inside the store, but outside with thousands of other people in line. We were all waiting to get in the store to buy food. The store was only letting a few people in at a time, and the shoppers in the store had to purchase and leave before others were let into the shop. It looked like a 1970s communist bread line in the Soviet Union. People were waiting so long, some were getting their hair cut at a barbershop next door while someone else held their place in line. There was a waiting list to even get into the barbershop. You had to sign in for a specific time. When I got to the store, I went to purchase some eggs. When you went in, you could only buy a few items. There was no loading up your cart with whatever you wanted. Whatever you bought, you had to carry out in your hands or a small bag. 
I went to buy two big packages of jumbo eggs, but there were hardly any eggs there, and what there was there was cracked and no good. I managed to buy two cartons of small eggs. I knew the only way that we were going to make it was Joseph's Kitchen Wheat. Now, I'm going to talk about Joseph's Kitchen Wheat here in just a minute. And I know that you think you've heard this, but I think it's very important if you haven't heard it, if you haven't got some of it, you better be getting it because, in my opinion, it is about the best survival food out there, the best emergency food out there. So anyway, so he says, I knew the only way we we're going to make it would be having the Joseph Kitchen wheat we had previously purchased. The eggs would be used to make the bread. We could not have survived off the eggs alone. In the dream, we had already eaten everything in our house all canned goods, peanut butter, etc. And the reason I went to get eggs was to supplement our bread made from Joseph Kitchen wheat. This was months after whatever had caused the food shortage had hit. At this point, people were peaceful. But if you had more than a handful of food, they would take the chance and steal it from you. Then the scene changed. I was in a Zoom meeting with people all over the country who were supporters of the Prophecy Club ministry, good, faithful Christians. You cannot release some important information publicly only by Zoom. The Lord had given you and Leslie dreams with prophecies about things that people must do to secure food for their family, as there were multiple supply disruptions in the nationwide food distribution chain. Joseph Kitchen was still going, still sending out, still receiving from it, just getting it to the people was intermittent at this point in the crisis. Now, let me read that again. So apparently he saw in the dream that God is going to give me and Leslie some specific dreams for specific supporters of Prophecy Club that I won't be able to put out in this format. We won't be able to put it up on the Internet for just anybody and everybody to go up there and get. Instead, the only way you get this is if you are on our email list. And the way you get on that email list is by sending a donation to Prophecy Club. Sorry, but that's the way it's got to be. I didn't set this up. This is what the man was showing in the dream, okay? The Lord had given you and Leslie dreams with prophecies about things that people must do to secure food. Now, I don't think that that means keep it from being stolen. I think it means this is what you must do if you want to get food. Leslie dreams with prophecy about things which, uh, which people must do to, I'll say, get food for their family, as there were multiple supply disruptions in the nationwide food distribution chain. Joseph Kitchen was still going. Just getting it to the people was intermittent at this point in the crisis. Now, I talked with... I guess I'll go ahead and say this. I talked with my daughter which is the owner of Joseph Kitchen. I started it, but I gave it to her, and she's running it. And by the way, uh, because I'm busy with this and other things, she's doing a much better job than I would have done. But I specifically asked them, okay, so do you have plenty of wheat and all the wherewithal supplies you need? She says, oh, yes, we have a lot. Well, I want to make certain that they have plenty because we know a food shortage is coming. As a matter of fact, I think this is the 15th one that is now saying there's a food shortage coming. All right, let's go on. There were many people on the Zoom call. You instructed me to go to work at UPS because the Lord had told you that they were going to be delivering eggs and grocery stores undercover. People were not robbing US, UPS trucks. 
because they did not think there was any food on them, so bread trucks, beverage trucks, anything like that got hijacked. Other people who lived in other cities had other instructions as to what to do specifically to get food for them. I went to work for UPS. We had a big brown 24-foot box truck and delivered eggs to the roughest section of the city. You were really taking your life into your hands to go into this area. And I was working with my cousin, a good man, but not saved. We had worked all day, and my pay was 2,000 medium eggs. Not a paycheck, just eggs. Thankfully, our new order from Joseph Kitchen arrived. I quit working at UPS because it was so dangerous. My cousin had to keep working because he was unprepared. I'm, I'm telling you, we have this is the 15th one that says that there's a food shortage coming. And I'll tell you right now, you need, you need to make some preparations. You need to go to Joseph's Kitchen. I'll talk about that. If you go to Joseph's Kitchen, here's what you do. There's a seven-minute video that shows you step-by-step -step how to make the bread as well as you can download a recipe, and the recipe comes with it. So assuming you're just watching this for the very first time, here's what you want to do. You want to order yourself what is called a machine package. That is the bread slicer, and then right here is the grinder that grinds the berries, puts it into flour, into this thing. Then you, with six other ingredients, put it into a bread machine, push a button, and two hours and 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot steaming loaf of whole wheat bread which will feed one person for one week. Each one of those loaves of bread costs is around $10 for actual ingredients. So think about that. Can you feed one person for one week less than $10? Because if you do, I don't know how you can do it. Not with the nutrition, not to be, not a nutritionally, I'll say it that way. All right, so the first thing you need is a, is a machine package. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for just one person a year, two people a year, four people a year, six people. Now, let's take this idea here. Let's say you get the machine package, $729, and then you order the package six people. In other words, enough food for six people for one year. So you got the machine package. You got six people, one year package. Your total cost is $4,179. What does that mean? That means you can feed six people for one year at about $700 a year. Now, why is that so important? Because most of your other long-term food storage, emergency food storage, places like that, it costs you nine or $10,000 to feed one person for one year. So would you prefer to spend $700 or $10,000? Let me say it again. Most of them, nine to $10,000 to feed one person for one year. At Joseph Kitchen, they can show you how to do it for about $700 a year. If you figure $729 for the machine package, that's the mechanical things you need to make the bread, and then $3,450 worth of food. And when they send it, they send you the wheat, the honey, the lecithin, uh, everything you need to make that that loaf of bread, everything you need, six people, one year, about $700 a person at josephkitchen.com. Now, I want to back up and reread this again, make some points, some important points here. Okay, so Dream starts out, he's standing in line at a grocery store at a strip mall. 
Do you think that's the way it's going to happen? I think it's saying that there's going to be grocery stores that people are standing in long lines. And when they get up there to get something to eat, there may not be. We've had this in other dreams. There may not be anything. One lady had a dream where she saw it where there was no more food in Walmart. There was things like cleaning supplies, but there was no food at all. All of the empty shelves. That was in another dream a lady said. The store was only letting a few people in at a time. Now, probably tomorrow I'll go through another dream where another lady saw exactly the same thing. People were waiting in long lines so long they were going to get a haircut next door. Then you could only buy a few items. Patty Travato saw the same thing in another dream she had back in 2004. Only buy a few items and for you to even go there, you had to go and get registered. And if you weren't registered, then you had to go to like a sports stadium to stand in line for all day long to get registered just to get food. She says, he says, I went to buy two packages of jumbo eggs, but the hardly any eggs and then the ones that were there were not very good, and they were actually paying their people with eggs. Meaning, this is the same thing Dana Coverstone saw, that they're having to barter. Remember some guy bartered some, a handful of shotgun shells for, for some little baby chickens. I only knew the way we were going to make it was Joseph's Kitchen wheat, because wheat the way it comes to you in, in a seven-gallon pail, and that seven-gallon pail is, is, is infused with nitrogen. While we don't know exactly officially how long it lasts, most people say probably 25 years, and that kind of a ballpark. So it doesn't need refrigeration, and it's going to last a long time. We say it's food for one year, but in a time of trouble, you can make, make it last longer than that. In the dream, we already had eaten everything in our house, all the canned goods, peanut butter, and the only reason we were going to be eating was because of Joseph Kitchen. So I would recommend you go to josephkitchen.com and get yourself some of this food. This was months after whatever caused the food shortage. I think that they're already in progress right now causing the food shortage. It's just that it hasn't been seen on the shelves yet. There's still food on the shelves, and until the food disappears off the shelves, most people are never going to listen to this. But now's the time to send it out to them, let them know, and then when it happens, they're going to be coming back to you saying, okay, you have my attention. What else do you need to tell me? I was in a Zoom meeting with people from all over the country who are supporters of the Prophecy Club ministry, good, faithful Christians. You cannot release some of the very important information, so apparently in the dream, Leslie and I were given some dreams telling the people what they must do. But I wasn't able to put it on the program like I'm talking right now. So we had a Zoom call. Now, how would we let you know about the Zoom call? Well, we obviously can't let you know on this format here. So what we would do is go to, the, to our emails. And if you want to be on that list, send a donation to Prophecy Club. That's how you get on the list. I know you may be thinking, well, can I just get on the list without a donation? Well, not really. I mean, I mean, why would we put you on the list? I mean, you know what I'm saying, right? Okay, that works. Uh, the Lord has given you and Leslie dreams about prophecies, about things that people must do to secure food for the family as there were multiple supply disruptions in the nationwide food distribution chain. Joseph Kitchen was still going, meaning it was still sending out food. And I'm going to say that probably Joseph Kitchen is going to be one of the last places that is able to still send out food. It is specifically set up a company to be able to send out food in a time of trouble. 
And so specifically, they have stored up, kind of like Joseph. That's why we call it Joseph's Kitchen. Remember, there, there were seven years of plenty that was followed by seven years of famine. And the Lord told the Pharaoh, and Joseph interpreted the dream, that this was going to happen. So he stored up. And now right now, we have this is the 15th one that says that food shortage is coming. Well, the people of Joseph's day that listened had food. And the same thing is happening again today. If we are in the tribulation, you should know that you need to be storing up. And yes, you need to have some food. You need to have some gold and silver, in my opinion. You also need to have a water filter, which you can get the Berkey water filter at prophecyclub.com. What I'm trying to say is this is not a joke. If you're not taking steps, you're going to wish you had you're going to wish you had. Just getting to people was intermittent at this point in the crisis. There were many people on Zoom call. You instructed me to go to work for UPS. Why? Because they weren't breaking into UPS trucks. All of this makes perfect sense. Other people had lived in the cities, had instructions to, and told what specifically, specifically to do for them. I went to work for UPS. We had a big 24-foot box truck and delivered eggs to the roughest section of the city because nobody wanted to go in there. But when his Joseph Kitchen food arrived, he no longer had to take that risky job. He could quit that job. Thankfully, the Joseph Kitchen order arrived. As a result, he didn't have to do that dangerous work anymore. So I'd suggest you go to josephkitchen.com. Order yourself a machine package. They've got it in stock. It can ship. Well, if you ask for expedited shipping, I think it even can ship today, okay? Uh, then you want to order how much food you want. Food for one people, two people. And my suggestion is you order more than what you think you need. In other words, if you got two people, if it's just you and your wife, then probably you want to get a minimum of two people one year. But it might be a good idea to go ahead and get four people one year because when your neighborhood finds out you got food, you got your neighborhood at your front door. And if you can afford it, maybe get the six people one year. Get more than what you need. It's not necessarily going to last just a year. You may be eating on this thing for two or three years. So you want to have more of what you need because the wheat is not going to go bad. There's several other ingredients that we send you last a whole lot longer than one year. So anyway, there's, there's my suggestion for today. Terry Saka of CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Why should someone go online or call you today? The time to try to control inflation is over. We have printed the currency so into Bolivian that the only way we can get out of the massive debt that we have is to continue to print and inflate that debt away. While they're doing that, the best way to protect and preserve our wealth we've been given is by gold and silver. Gold and silver is God's money. Amen. Call Terry Saka at cornerstoneassetmetals.com cornerstoneassetmetals.com, cornerstoneassetmetals.com, and find out how to get some of it. Leslie Johnson had a prophecy back in 2011. She says, the Lord says there's going to be something put into the water supply in many cities of the nation. People will begin to get sick. Some will die. Get a good, reliable water filter. You will not be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. You must get something to filter the water you are going to need. That's back in 2011. So if you want it, we suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. You click right here where it says Berkey's. This is what it looks like. Currently, all Berkey's are in stock. 
The one I have is this guy right here. It's the Crown. It has eight filters. I recommend you get as much as you can afford and also recommend you get some extra filters. That's at prophecyclub.com.